Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, July 14th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, all eyes are on the budget resolution deal in the Senate. Number two, it was a massive fundraising quarter for House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. And number three, you've got all the details on who hasn't said yet if they're running for re-election in the Senate. All right, Jake, let's get into the number one story leading Punchbowl News AM this morning. This budget resolution deal, Joe Biden is coming to Capitol Hill to sell Democrats on both the hard infrastructure package and to support this budget resolution. Yeah, interestingly, Joe Biden is coming to Capitol Hill for lunch today. Democratic lunch uh, in the Capitol. We can always smell what they're eating from around the corner. Um, and they always smells like French fries. So um, a little greasy the, to start their start their their day off. Yeah, hey, listen, who doesn't like French fries? Um, so uh, they the Senate Democrats reached a deal last night, three point five trillion dollar budget deal that is meant to unlock the process for uh, a bipartisan infrastructure deal. And um, this is a big moment for everybody, for Chuck Schumer, for Joe Biden, and for Bernie Sanders and the moderate coalition. Now, here's the, here's the dynamics. Here's how Democrats want it to go. They want to pass this budget resolution, pass a bipartisan infrastructure plan, and then uh, come back for and fill in that budget resolution. The budget resolution is like the frame of the house. You still need to put like insulation and walls and furniture and all that stuff and that's what the reconciliation package is so they schumer has to hold together all 50 democrats and that's partially what that that's what joe biden's coming to the hill to do today to tell democrats that moderates need to vote for the budget resolution liberals need to vote for the bipartisan resolution and everybody needs to stick together not draw red lines and and charge forward now the question There's one is, big happy uh, family, Jake. <laughs> the yeah, Democrats one big come ha- together. <laughs> one big happy family. But the question becomes, I mean, so the bipartisan infrastructure deal needs 10 Republicans to to break a filibuster if all Democrats are in favor. And um and that's going to be difficult. So uh, if that doesn't happen, if they can't get 10 Democrats to stick together, 10 Republicans to stick together, rather, it's going to that changes the game here. So that's where we are. And that's what uh, Joe Biden is pushing his chips in the middle for today. It continues to be a very, very busy legislative uh, season that we are covering every twist and turn on. I do think the other thing to just note is, yes, this deal, the framework, as you say, you know, the the frame of the house, uh, to put it into your metaphor, um, was announced. But we don't know any details yet. It's just that top line number. Of course, that's a big Point of agreement, the fact that you have Mark Warner uh, alongside Bernie Sanders is a show of, you know, Democrats coming together. But the devil is always, always, always in the details. And I think as you look towards that bipartisan infrastructure deal there, those senators are giving themselves basically till Thursday. Um, they've kind of everybody seems to be moving along. A lot of those 10 uh, Republicans and Democrats are working in concert on that, but that's going to be something, uh, again, that's just tomorrow that we're going to have even better sign to kind of understand where some of these tea leaves are for Joe Biden's hard infrastructure, as well as this reconciliation package. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. You are scooping that House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy has had another massive fundraising quarter. 
That's right. Kevin McCarthy uh, raised a lot of money once again. This is kind of what he does. He raised a lot of money, $16.5 million um, in this quarter from more than 28,000 donors, uh, $43.6 million overall this year. Uh, which he says beats a record. Um, no one keeps these records, so so <laughs> it is. Their own you, staff. We, we have to just we just have to think that um, uh, you know. And and by the way, these records are tough to keep because they're all over the place. They're not. They're not kind of people count raising money in different ways. Still, massive quarter for McCarthy. Of course, um, uh, this is a humongous uh, part of winning back the majority. Uh, raising big amount, big amounts of money, dispersing it to political organizations and giving it to candidates. And certainly, I, I think just it's important to note, uh, most of our listeners, I'm sure, already know this, but, you know, his eyes are on the speakership for any Democrat who says, you know, McCarthy's bear hugged Donald Trump too much. He, you know, isn't in line with, you know, where the future of the party should be. The fact that he can raise the kind of dough he can raise is a talent and a skill and frankly, an effort that not a lot of members want to be on the road as much as somebody like a Kevin McCarthy or certainly Speaker Nancy Pelosi have have been over the past several years. And so a key component for leaders to be able to really help their own members get reelected, help their party committees uh, kind of, you know, in the terms of shoring up their coffers, really become the biggest fundraiser in chief, um, particularly in the minority. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the day. Max Cohn and Christian Hall, our two newest hires on the editorial side, have a report out about quite a few senators who've not committed to running in 2022. A key metric, whether they decide to run or not, and what what who's going to actually control uh, the power in the chamber. Yeah, listen, I, I, I'm kind of confused why these people have not said they were going to run. But we have a lot of members of Congress, senior members of Congress, frankly, who have suggested that they're not going to run, that they that they have, you know, not said either way whether they're going to run. The people who are being watched the most, John Thune, I don't know if he's going to run. He certainly seems like he would be in a position to. He could replace Mitch McConnell, Chuck Grassley, 87, Lisa Murkowski, Mike Crapo, Ron Johnson, Mike Lee, Pat Leahy. A lot of older folks. Um, Mike Lee's not older, not in that that range of people, but um, just a lot of you know, just a lot of open questions about what the field will look like in twenty twenty two, Anna, and that's and and that's not good for either party because people want to prepare, people want to figure out what um, they want to figure out what the races are going to look like. They want to get candidates in place. It's going to be something we're going to be following very closely because it's going to determine who actually which party is in charge uh, in Washington. Is it an all democratic Washington uh, after the midterms or is it going to be divided government as it almost always is? Uh, after a presidential sweep. All right, and one last thing I do want to note, David Crone, a figure that many know, former chief of staff to Senator Harry Reid, has been named a senior partner and the head of global public policy at Apollo, the private equity giant. Uh, That's pretty big news in terms of the downtown world and certainly a sign, I think, of how seriously Apollo and the private equity industry in general is taking Washington regulation uh, and Joe Biden's administration. Yeah, Crone is probably one of the biggest um, figures in Senate Democratic circles and has been for a long time, former chief of staff to Harry Reid, uh, somebody who understands legislating the political climate, the governing climate, the the global political climate, frankly, big pickup for Apollo, um, which, by the way, has a ton of 
portfolio companies and and subsidiaries that it's going to want to tap Crone's resources for, and that's what the company says uh, they are going to do with Crone, and and they're going to use Crone for. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.